Hello, listener, and welcome to Unclever. I'm Blake, along with Todd and Alex, and this is our show about a large variety of topics. We invite you to browse through all of our previous episodes, and we are sure that you will find something to your liking. If not, we'd like to thank you, and we ask you to just listen anyway. If you would like to reach us, you can find us on Facebook or Instagram at Unclever Podcast, or you can reach us by email at uncleverguys at gmail.com. That's uncleverguys at gmail.com. And now on with the show. Right, and welcome today to today's episode of Unclever. Today, our topic is dreams. Dreams. Hey, I just cooked up something in the past 20 seconds. I think we should... Uh, a dream? No, no, no. Just something hit me like, y'all want to do a quick like uh, listener feedback? Hey, thanks for listening. What have you guys heard since it's been a, a week ago that we released the first five? That is correct. A week a week as of yeah. this recording. As of this yeah. recording, right. it's been one week. We yeah. dropped first five Yeah, episodes. Y'all think that's a good idea? Throw sure. the listener a bone? Yeah, sure. So uh, today, Luke McCaleb, my brother-in-law, yeah. phenomenal human being, good-looking guy, he texted me and he said, hey, man, let me pull this up. He, he said he'd been listening and that deal when we were talking about the Bigfoot, when he was giving, doing his Bigfoot story and I mentioned how scared I was snorkeling over that sunken ship. Yeah. That's a legit phobia, man. It's called submechanophobia. Say that one more time. Submechanophobia. Okay. It is a fear of submerged man-made objects, either partially or entirely underwater. So I'm not alone here. Like, when I saw that, there wasn't a specific thought, like, something's about to jump out and get me. It was just a... I was just scared. I wanted to get out of there as quickly as possible. So there's others. Not alone. There's others, man. That's not a thing. I, Everything's I, that, a thing, Blake. <laughs> Come on, man. That is a, that's an odd one. That's an odd one. Um, they wow. I've so we have we do have to save this for another podcast. But you know, I am a Patty certified scuba diver. Uh, here we go again. <laughs> Let's get. We got to keep a count on that. I think yeah. that's up to yeah, like we'll five or to. six times. Yeah. Dude, maybe you should put a jar on the table. <laughs> and have to put a dollar in it every time I, I like say it. that. But. Um, yeah, I mean, I've had some sketchy situations with that when you're looking down into the abyss, you know, where the certified scuba divers hang out, yeah, and you see something yeah. submerged. Say it again, one more time. Submechanophobia. Sub-ma- Nailed it. Sub-ma-ca- no. Submechanophobia. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe. Anyway, so uh, you, he's showing it to me. Submechanophobia. Okay. It's legit. I mean, there, there's a phobia for everything. I mean, I've, there's probably people out there who are scared of, like... Uh, pale green bed sheets you know uh, I've, i'm sure i have a i did a message one time where i read off a list of different kind of abstract phobias but i don't even remember what it was on even when we were talking you know particular piece of text or whatever but that had something to do with fear and read off a list of phobias and there were some really really strange well let's not talk about it too much because luke had a pretty good idea at the end of this text phobias episode would be a good one we could talk about weird ones weird ones we have yeah just talk about phobias that is a great thank you luke thanks i like that thank you lucas i'll 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 find that old list so two of them that just come to mind and there were some crazier ones than this but there is a specific phobia that is fear of the number eight 
and there is Ojo Itis. <laughs> I like that. That's that's quick. That's snappy. There was also the one, and there's name. I'm saying phobias that have names. There was a phobia for the legitimate fear of having peanut butter stuck to the roof of your mouth. Huh. Uh, for someone who chokes on practically everything, I yeah. would think Alex I, might be in that category. I generally just have a phobia of eating. <laughs> that sounds period. Both of those things sound more believable than, than <laughs> Alex's actual condition. Yeah, yeah no, I feel like esophagitis. What, what is he's other, been practicing that? What is the other feedback you guys have gotten? Uh, the overwhelming amount of uh, what I've gotten is people coming up to me talking about one how awesome Miracle Strip Amusement Park was, and I've had that a lot, and how. You two guys are kind of uh, theme park snobs. Wow. Because of How the attack. You? How dare you? The attack that I received bringing up an old dead amusement park that you know closed in 2004. I did get a text today from an individual that said, I should have been on that episode, the theme parks episode. Yeah. And you're going to know exactly what I'm talking about when I say this, because this particular individual from 2015 to 2018, every summer worked at Visionland. My man's almost saved my life that time when I was eating. <laughs> was it a choking deal? No, that was the, it was the story that I told. That oh, was my yeah, lifeguard. Yeah, oh, right. it was my yeah. guardian angel. <laughs> anyway, I won't. I won't name him and throw him under the bus. I don't know if he's proud of his Visionland tenure or not, but. Anyway, I mean, I've had a lot of people telling me it's good, which is, you know, good that we have listeners. Uh, but that's the only two that really, you know, came to mind. Mainly that one loop sent today. That was a good one. Yeah. So I'll tell you who's not a listener. My wife. Yeah. Mine either, man. I think she's listening to like maybe three quarters of one episode. Evidently, she hates the sound of my voice. Holly listened to a few of them. I had to put some uh, AirPods in when, I, when she was listening. I can't listen to myself. It's Couldn't tough. Hear. Couldn't it's hear. Tough. Yeah. You have to get used to it. You do get accustomed to it. Everybody thinks they sound well, weird. Yeah, everybody thinks they sound weird. And I, the, the main reason I started listening to it because I wanted to see, are there certain things I keep saying? Yeah. Uh, is my like, mic position good? It was yeah. all like evaluating myself. Yeah. I, one thing I realized really quickly is I don't need to laugh directly into the microphone so much. It's, you guys are going to have to provide me feedback. Okay. I, if I listen to my I'm absolute head case, also my friends and loved ones know me well. They've only given me positive feedback. I always tell everybody, if you're going to talk about me, just talk about me behind my back. I just don't want to know it. Yeah, don't, <laughs> don't crush you. All right, so on to today then. We're talking about dreams, dreaming, weird dreams, um, you know, all of the above. So any initial thoughts just when I say that? Anything? Uh, first thing I think of is a certain individual that I know who doesn't remember any dream he's ever had. I mean, he's got to be having dreams, right? You got to be having thoughts while you're asleep, but he doesn't remember anything. The average individual, I looked up some information about dreaming. Okay. And I've actually studied, studied, I've read on dreaming before. <laughs> you like that? I, I, I studied it. it Wrote a position paper. Six week study. That was that was such a Joey Hill moment. <laughs> I've studied this for a long time in my in my study with my library. I hope he hears this. Anyway, um, I uh, I have I have read on on dreaming some, and you know, um, I forgot what I was going to say. I anyway. mentioned the people. 
don't remember their dreams. This one oh, guy yeah. I know doesn't remember. He's th- like, I don't think I dream. So I have I have some weird dreams I can tell you guys about in a minute and I think you'll find interesting. And I may have shared this with you guys before, but the one thing that I've always heard people talk about and there's not there's not a lot of conclusiveness I don't know if that's the right word. What's the word? There there's not people aren't on the same page about you you've probably heard people ask, Well, do you dream in color or do you dream in black and white? Yeah. 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 I don't have I don't have any theories there, and I don't think there's like a conclusion on what that. If you, like, what, what if you have dreams in both? Because I'm I'm in that camp. It's like Andy Griffith, early yeah, black and white, right. later in life, I went to color. Right? Did you get mad when it went to color? Yeah, yeah. That, <laughs> it just uh, got worse. Mm. Mm-hmm. What you talking about, Andy Griffith or the dream? I'm just gonna leave that out there. <laughs> <laughs> so I, uh, I I'm a fan of early Andy Griffith. I, well, let me just say this: I've never dreamed in black and white that I that I could recall. I have a recurring dream that is always in black and white. Huh. And it's a, I mean, I'll tell it real quick. It's a really quick dream. I've been having this dream. First time I remember, I was probably like legitimately four or five years old. And it's just like me walking up this like mountainside. It's dark. There's like lightning in the sky. Wait, quick question. Are you, Every time you have the dream, you're four or five years old? No, no. The first time I had this oh, dream. Okay. Like, I can remember times having this dream when I was that. So you've been having this for age. a minute. Do you, yeah. do, are you aware of yourself in the dream now when you still have it? Yes. The recurring dream? Like, every time it happens, I know now, oh, this is that dream again. But I come up like it's a pretty big mountain type deal. And when I come to the top, storm's happening, and there is just a cot flying in the sky and that is the entire dream and it's a very specific like old school uh you, you, you think of a kite in your head and it's got like the uh the little bows coming down right yeah. it's that and that's it hmm what do you think that means because i hope nothing well people who believe in because i've been having it for 30 years reincarnation would believe that you're what's it thomas edison ben franklin ben franklin <laughs> <laughs> Did you like that? Maybe it's I, my history. Yeah, maybe all those names. Maybe. I'm sure they both look at it. Some next point. time, who next got time, struck by lightning? Who's the cat got struck by lightning? That was uh, Benjamin Franklin. That was Franklin. And next time, I'm going to look down at the bottom for a key. I'm so stupid. Isn't that how it happened? Yeah. Key conducted the electricity. Sounds right. I'm so stupid. All right. Um, that's. But the first the first time I had it, I was absolutely terrified. Yeah, I'm a little kid, and now it happens, and I'm just like, oh, here we go again. Isn't it like? Isn't it called a lucid dream when you know that it's a dream? That's correct. Yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. Okay. Do you know when lucid dreams occur? Tell me, Blake. Lucid dreams occur in between REM sleep and awake. Mm. So a lucid dream is actually you're in the process of waking up and your brain recognizes because re- the most vivid dreams occur. So I did, this is something that I was going to start off with is most people dream on minimum two hours a night. Everybody. Everyone. Whether they remember it or not. But then I'm like, how would they know that? Yeah. How I, would they know? I don't know. How do you test for these things? Uh, Brain activity? But, a, but a, yeah, probably yeah, so. I mean, so. like sleep studies will tell you, I think, tell you when you're dreaming, you know, how many times you pass gas, stuff like that. <laughs> but during REM, or REM sleep is when the most vivid dreams take place. And then as you're, but dreams can occur at any stage of sleep. You know, you have the different yeah. stages of sleep and dreams can occur at any stage of sleep. Uh, listen to me lecturing everybody. And I don't know the difference between Benjamin Franklin and Thomas Edison. That's pretty sad. Edison, light bulb, Franklin, kite. Well, I think and that's And the bifocals. I think yeah. that's why oh. I said Thomas Edison because I was thinking light electricity. Yeah. yeah. 
So anyway, um, where was I, what was I saying? Lucid dream. So when you're, as you're waking up, your brain recognizes something that says, this is a dream. And then in that moment you can, well, I'll read you one little thing I found specifically on lucid dreaming. It says, a lucid dream is one in which you know you're dreaming. Research shows that lucid dreaming comes with a boost of activity. By the way, this is from WebMD. So you know it's and they, legit. And you know it's legit. And you know it's... It's diagnosed me many times. Absolutely. Oh, with all sorts of things. send people off the deep end many times, I'll tell you that. No doubt. Uh, research shows that lucid dreaming comes with a boost of activity in parts of the brain that you, that are usually restful during sleep. Lucid dreaming is a brain state, and this is how I knew this. I didn't just intuitively know it. Lucid dreaming is a dream state between REM sleep and being awake. Some lucid dreamers are able to influence their dream, changing the story, so to speak. This may be a good tactic to take sometimes, especially during nightmares. But many dream experts say it's better to let your dreams flow naturally. So don't try to wake yourself up is what you're saying. Oh, they're saying don't try to take control of your dream, okay. even when okay. you realize that it, that you that you're in a dream. I feel like I've only done that maybe once, where I realize that oh, I'm dreaming. I hate this scenario and this situation. And I'm going to change it. I'm going to wake up, and I just made myself do something in the dream that woke me up. See, I've never I've never thought to uh, to manipulate the dream. I've always just I got to wake up. This is awful. Get me out of this. I feel like almost all of my dreams that I can recall are lucid dreams. Mm. How about that? What's the That's opposite? Because that happens to me more. Where you wake up and you're like, "Was that real?" Yes. What is that called? I don't know. A dream. Okay. Mm. Mm. So, how about the, let's start with this? Why do we dream? Do y'all have any kind of thoughts on that? Because I've got the real answer. Blakeopedia over here. <laughs> is it a real answer or is it a theory of sorts? Can you prove this answer? Well. Look, I asked first, so <laughs> answer, answer my question first, and then we'll go there. What was the question? Why do we dream? And what causes deja vu? I don't know about deja and vu. And what causes dude. deja vu? Deja vu is weird, man. <laughs> that weirds me out for real. Yeah, yeah, I've, always, like I've always been in the, I don't, I've never thought about why we dream, but when you get in conversations with people trying to explain why you dreamed a certain thing, yeah, like I'm I'm not 100% sold on that. Like I yeah. think sometimes, yeah, your dream might mean something, but my dreams are so weird that it just seems like random information firing off in my brain, and it makes no sense. Aren't there those like common dreams, too, where there's the people who, like, you, have you ever had the one where you can't run? Like somebody's chasing you All and you time. can't run. And or then you're falling. Or you're in a fight, and, yeah. you're, and your arms are really heavy. Or your yes. teeth fall out. Not see, on see that. no, Not no. On that I had a, I had a teeth falling out dream yeah. recently, and yeah. somebody told me. Uh, actually, it was uh, our boy Kenneth. Okay, said, I think that's supposed to mean that you're dealing with a loss. What? Yeah, and then you know this. Like I said, I don't, I don't, I don't believe that every dream means something. But I had a dog for 14 years that had died about three weeks earlier. Wow. <laughs> I think that's a bit of a stretch, but I do, hey. I do too. But it, it, I mean, it's I crazy so. coincidence. Shout that. out to Ken, the armchair philosopher. <laughs> He'll never hear this ever. <laughs> so, any other theories on why we dream? I have no. I'll idea. read you the real answer. Yeah, I want to hear the real. I have no idea. The real answer as to why we dream? Yeah, is they don't know. Huh? That's scary. How about that? Debate continues among... This is from the Sleep Foundation. I think they know what's up. Yeah. Because they're the foundation. So, 
debate continues among sleep experts about why we dream. Different well, theories about the purpose of dreaming include. Would you like me to read you all of them? Yeah. How long is this going to take? Not long. <laughs> so these are theories as to why we dream. Number one, building memory. Dreaming has been associated with a consolidation of memory, which suggests that dreaming may serve an important cognitive function of strengthening memory, strengthening memory and informational recall. That's by, I think that's, that's believable. Mm-hmm. Uh, number two is processing emotion. The ability to engage with and rehearse feelings in different imagined contexts may be part of the brain's method for managing emotions. Also believable. Mm-hmm. Uh, mental housekeeping. Periods of dreaming could be the brain's way of straightening up, quote unquote, clear or clearing away partial, erroneous, or unnecessary information. Straightening up. Sometimes I think I need a pressure washer in there. <laughs> you know, just really go to town, clean things up in there. Uh, number four, instant replay. Dream content may be a form of distorted instant replay in which recent events are reviewed and analyzed. Hmm. And then number five, which is mostly what's going on with Todd, incidental brain activity. That, I'm telling you, that's what, that's what 95% of my dreams are. That's how I feel, too. This view holds that dreaming is just a byproduct of sleep that has no essential purpose or meaning. That, that makes sense to me. I think it's all of the above. Yeah. I, I could, really do. Honestly, when you were reading them off, I, I could see all of the above making sense. Yeah. So that's why we dream. Even though we don't know why we dream. Here's something to think about. The same guy who says, I don't remember any of my dreams, also is one of these people who I do not understand at all, don't have an inner monologue. They don't think in words and sentences. You know, you know these people exist? So, so the lights are yeah. just on, but there ain't nobody home. Yeah, it doesn't. I don't, I don't understand how you think like that, because I have a constant constant stream of thought yeah. where it's like sometimes I wish I could just tell myself to shut up yeah but it's always words in my brain man I, that's so I wish there was a way to hear inner monologues yeah like, like other on, people's like on the movie what women think yeah with Mel Gibson yeah, when yeah. he can hear everything that the women think there was I was watching a TED talk the other day of a guy who has and please don't make fun. I'll get emotional, okay? He's colorblind like I am. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Actually, this guy had a really rare form of colorblindness where he's totally colorblind. He sees everything in black and white. That's extremely rare, by the way. Huh. Yeah. Like, the yeah. most common form of colorblindness is what's called deuteranopia or deuteranomaly, which is what I have, mm-hmm. which is red-green colorblindness. Right. But he has a very rare form of colorblindness where he only sees like essentially grayscale, but he wears a device that on his head, that is a camera that is, that is connected through a processor to, uh, is it cochlear implant? Is that what it's called? Cause he's that, also hearing impaired. Oh I yeah. Cause I, was, I thought that was hearing stuff. Yeah. So what, but what this device does, it processes, it sees color. Yeah. And then, it plays a tone through his cochlear implant, and that's how he determines color. 
That's man. Wild. I saw exactly. I didn't. I didn't like watch a TED talk, but I saw like a brief. I think it was like Instagram reel or something. And I saw the device on top of this guy. It's got to be the same guy. Yeah, he has and, like a Beatles haircut. Yes. Yes. And I, I, I watched it, and I was like, "No, that's fake." And I no, it's real. Going, okay. I watched the whole TED talk, and so that that's why I say I would love to be able to hear people's inner monologue because, like what you're saying, they're they're seeing things and they're processing it, or right. they're you know, and you you're getting to hear their brain process those kind of things. And this guy hears color. That's wild. It just blew my mind a little bit. Yeah. That's amazing. Uh, anyway. I don't want to hear people's inner monologue. You don't? No. I would love to be able it, to. That terrifies me. I think I would rather, I, if you gave me the option of being able to fly or hear anyone's inner monologue, I think I would choose that. No, I'm flying as all a super, day. I'm flying. It's a superpower. Yeah, you're just sitting there listening while me and Todd are all doing cool stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're flying around having a great time, and you're just – eventually you're going to wig out if you can hear everybody's Yeah, I, it, it's going to mess with your head. I feel like you're going to learn things that just you don't Think about the movie. Know. Think about that movie you're talking about. Dude yeah. was losing his mind. At some point, was he not? Like, yeah. Just, just stop. Yeah. Stop letting me hear this. That's thing. the thing. He just wanted it to stop. Right. Now, I don't well, think – Alex, would you ever want to – Stop being able to fly? No. Mm-mm. There's no scenario. No. Okay. Whatever. You're wrong on that, dude. I'm not. No. <laughs> it's not a matter of opinion or taste. It's just ridiculous <laughs> to say, I would rather hear your thoughts than fly through the air. Anyone's <laughs> thoughts. Okay. Whatever. Okay. Well, what, if, what, yeah, what, would you want to hear like a specific person's thoughts or would you just want to be able to like, oh, that's my superpower. I can hear what? No, I don't Alex want constant is. talk. Okay. You just want to be able to. Like, I don't want to be able to hear everyone in the world's inner monologue all simultaneously. You want, like, a start-stop button? No, I want to be able to, like, I could look at you and just kind of be like, okay. Like, in other words, it's like a it's like a, a, a frequency that I tune into. Okay. And now I'm hearing everything you said, and then I could immediately swap to you if I wanted to at any given moment. I could just swap to whomever. That's a superpower. I feel like you're just not going to have any friends if you do that. It's a mind yeah. reader. Yeah. It's a mind reader. It's Charles Xavier. I don't know Charles Xavier. I know Rufus Xavier Sarsaparilla. You don't know who Professor X is? Mm-mm. You lie. Who, who is Professor you, X? You are lying. Tell me who it is. I'm not having this conversation. Is this a comic book thing? Bald X-Man. Yeah, I'm out. I don't know anything about it. Oh, my word. Look, we better stay on the topic. Yeah, let's get <laughs> I'm going to get upset. The... Um, so, okay, so here, weird, weird dreams or dr- Todd's gave us one. Any others? Like weird dreams or dreams that you can remember that are weird experience at all? I mean, I, I've had so many weird dreams that none of them really come to mind. But one thing that always, like almost always happens to me is if I'm sleeping anywhere except for my own house, I will have a dream. And during the dream... You know, the scenario is always different. I'm not sure if it's real or if it's a dream, and it takes place in the bed that I'm sleeping in, whether it's a hotel, condo, yeah, in the woods, whatever. I always have a dream that I'm there and something is happening there, like in that setting. You're in that bed in the woods? Yes. Okay. And most of the time, most of the time it is something, uh, something's going down, a fight or you know, there's a fire outside, and I can't do anything about it. Like we were talking about earlier, you yeah. can't fight or whatever. I can't get out of the bed. Like, I can't move. I'm paralyzed. Yeah, I've had that. 
that like being anything? chased and not being able to run is yeah. a tough scene. <laughs> it's, it, it's awful, it is man. Brutal. My most um, like the dream that sticks out the most to me. It's I feel like I have that where you wake up and you're not sure if what happened was real or not. Pretty often, like yeah. I can't tell the difference if I'm awake or asleep. And I remember once I was in a room, I was asleep. My dream was in that room. Everything looked exactly like it was in that room. And I remember a spider. Spider. I couldn't even say that word. Wow. Like my mouth. What weird there. Spider. Um, remember, spider. Spider. Uh, it <laughs> dropped down from the ceiling and landed on me. And I mm-hmm. woke up and just started throwing everything off the bed. I do that a lot. Do you really? Yeah. That, that's probably one of my most reoccurring dream is, is something's on me. Like yeah. a bug's on me or usually it's, it's bug or... I'll have the following dream every now and then. I don't have the following one a lot. That's it. That's you what scared you of bugs? Me? Yeah. I don't like them on me. Yeah. I'm not like scared of them. I don't, I'm not, I mean, I definitely not the kind of person that would just go pick up a spider. Right. I'm not going to do that. You see how I said that word? How it's spider. It came right spider. Up. Well, you can say spider or spider. <laughs> Around here, spider. spider. Um, I think things get weird for me if I take NyQuil. Like, if I take NyQuil because I'm sick, yeah, dreams get weird then. Oh, I think that any any kind of uh, medication that is intended to help you sleep is yeah. going to affect your dreams. You just wake up poor and sweat. And- right. Yeah. Um, yeah, melatonin just helps mm-hmm. you go to sleep. But, so here's mine. This is strange, okay? This happens. This is one of my most common dreams, okay? And this is where it gets weird, all right? Because I, I will have the dream that I'm running from someone and I feel like my feet are in concrete buckets or like yeah. I'm, like i'm trudging through deep mud and there i'm shocked your teeth don't fall out never i don't think never had never had the teeth falling out i don't think so my teeth stay falling out they dreams. just they just falling out man it's crumbling. if i have teeth in a dream that's a surprise you ever had yeah. the, you ever had the teeth falling out but you go to, you know it's about to fall out and you're gonna pull it and it just crumbles in your hand yeah yeah so this is the weird one this is what happens to me quite often is this is gonna sound really weird Maybe I've told you guys or one of you. I don't remember. I have the very, very often reoccurring dreams that I. I think I know exactly what you're about to say, but I'm going to let you go ahead. Yeah. That I am inanimate objects. Yep. That is weird. It happens all the time. The most common one that has happened numerous times is that I've had the dream that I was a refrigerator door handle. The handle of a refrigerator. Oh, yeah, I've heard this one. It's good. It's good. So I will be... I have a theory as to where these dreams come from, but it's... Sometimes these dreams are lucid dreams. So you just know I'm a handle right now. So that's the thing. (laughs) A lot of times... Sometimes I start the dream knowing what I am, and there, there's sometimes, and that's why I say this happens a lot. This, I mean, when I say a lot, I probably have one of, at least one of these dreams a week, every week. That's wow. weird, dude. And so I will, st- sometimes I'll start the dream knowing exactly what I am. And sometimes I will, the dream will start and the process of the dream will be me. Or as I'm going through the dream, I'll be attempting to figure out what I am. What am I? That's deep. And sometimes I can't, sometimes I never can figure it out. The dream will end with me not knowing. So I could be the refrigerator door handle and it's like I'm in the room, I'm watching, I cannot speak, but I can see. 
And so I can see around the room and people talking and they're carrying on. And it's just like something, you know, some events happening or there's a party or whatever, or it may just be like my family. And it, it could be any, any, all of the above, but people will come and they'll like grab them, grab me. And when they grab the handle, it's like they're covering my eyes and then the hand, the door will open and I'll feel myself swing out and I'll feel the cold air on the back of my neck and neck. <laughs> Well, the back of the handle (laughs) on the back of the, on the seal, the the seal on the door. And then the door will shut and then, and then I'll feel them or see them take their hand off of me where I can actually see around the room again. I've had dreams that I'm just inanimate objects on the table. Like I could be the, you know, this bottle of water, I could be a salt shaker. And sometimes there are those and I'm trying to figure out what am I? And then at some point in the dream, somebody will reach down and take the lid off the bottle of water and take a sip of me. And that's when. I, do, what do you is, have, what you, does it feel like when somebody takes a sip of you? Yeah, <laughs> it's bizarre. But that was that would be when I would figure it out. Yeah. Oh, this is what I am. So, but you don't always figure it out. No, I don't. Sometimes I'll wake up and never figure it out. And the people think that I'm making this up when I say it. One time I had a dream that I was a fire hydrant, and I didn't pick up on what I was until a dog came by and peed on me. That's awesome. True story. That ha- that happens to me at least once. What a kind week. of dog was it? I don't remember. What do you think I'll, this means? What's your so, theory? I have a theory. I have a theory. So my theory is, I I, I believe that. Do, do y'all remember the show? Well, I know you do. The, the show House. Mm-hmm. Yes. And he was a diagnostician. Is that right? Did I say that correctly? I mean, it sounded better than Spider. Yeah, <laughs> Spider. <laughs> it's a, it really did. So um, in the show House. If you never watched the show, he was a basically like the OG, like the best diagnostician that there was. I hope I'm saying that right. It's, it's, he was basically the guy. If, if you've been to 14 out, different doctors and they can't figure it out, they sent you to this guy. Yeah, if nobody could figure it out, exactly. Or he would, or in the hospital, right? And you've got a specialist. You've got like a, you know, a oncologist, or you've got a, you know, orthopedic guy, or you've got a you know, neurologist or whatever, and they haven't figured it out, they'll bring him in, and he's just kind of like mm-hmm. general practice comes in and figures out what in the world is wrong with this person. And he was amazing at it, and he had a team that worked for him. Anyway, I got into that show big time, and there was a particular episode where House figures out, figures out and I don't know the, the medical term for it, but he figures out that a guy has what's called locked-in syndrome. And I don't know if it's even a real thing or if they just made it up for the show. But essentially, the guy's laying there like he's in essentially, like a vegetative state, but he is fully aware of everything that's happening. Sound like almost like he's... That sounds awful. Exactly. And it was terrifying to me. I was like, if that is a thing... And that happens to me. And I remember watching that episode and being so like, man, like let, anything in the world happened to me. Just don't let that happen. Yeah. <laughs> you know? so, so, and I, so and he's a vegetable, but he can see everything. He understands all this stuff. He, can say, he can't even blink his eyes. They would literally have to come in and put eye drops in and close his lids and stuff. He cannot move a single muscle in his body. And it was like a neurological disorder. Mm-hmm. And he determines that he has that. Like, House determines that that's what's happening, and they prove it to be true. And I think they cured him somehow. I can't remember. I can't remember the, how the episode played out. I just remember, and I don't even know if I looked it up to determine if that's a thing. Maybe I should. But 
for whatever reason, around that time is when I started having those dreams. And we're talking 10 years ago, probably. And it's not stopped. It still keeps going. So you're afraid that you're going to get locked in syndrome. (laughs) Well, it sounds so ridiculous when you say it out loud. (laughs) The sentence that I just said was ridiculous. Yeah. You turn into a refrigerator handle because you're afraid that you're going to get locked in (laughs) syndrome, which you learn from the house TV show. (laughs) Isn't that like, isn't a little bit of that, doesn't ALS kind of end up that way? Um, I mean, I know Lou, there, I know there's some, yeah, Lou Gehrig's? like there's some mental stuff lost, but I think that you're basically sitting there watching your body deteriorate and you can't do anything about it. I believe, but not to the, not to that degree. Okay. Not to that degree, but yeah, you're, you're correct. You definitely, when, whenever, whenever somebody's talking about ALS and I think on it, like, I think that is a terrible, just oh, yeah, it's got to be awful because yeah. like, you know what's happening to you. But, you know, you get to the point where you can't communicate, you know, you... Right. No, I definitely think that's the case. You just slowly begin to lose your control over different... Yeah. And that is, that, you know, absolutely, that's that's terrifying to think about. But this this was something very different, obviously, but... And it was... It's like a one in a billion kind of thing, I think. I don't, I don't, I don't know. And I don't even know if it is a thing. Again, it may have just been something they made up for that episode. But it changed you forever. Mm. <laughs> it did. It did. I, I, um, I had a lot of. Uh, I, I still have those dreams. Anyway, Wikipedia says it's real. Locked in syndrome. Locked in syndrome. Yep. Usually characterized by loss of limb function, inability to speak, and otherwise cognitively intact individuals. With locked in syndrome, you may be able to communicate with others through coded messages by blinking or moving their eyes. In, wow. the, in the episode, he couldn't even blink his eyes. And that, it, that brings up a whole other thing is, so like tomorrow, I'm having a, a little a procedure, a, te, a endoscopy, yeah. where they look, do a scoping. And that, I have that same fear about anesthesia, about... That you're going to get stuck? No. <laughs> no. Put me to sleep. Like, oh, yeah. The I, horror, so you, sto- horror stories yeah, of people feeling everything. Yeah. yeah. Like, in other words, I was asleep and I couldn't tell them not to do this or mm-hmm. I couldn't tell them that this was hurting, but I felt everything. Yeah. That kind of stuff will keep me up tonight. They told me about that before I had a recent procedure. It's kind of the opposite of the of the endoscopy. <laughs> okay. But they told me that right <laughs> before they were about to wheel me back. See how that end. was a thing. And I just, I panicked a little bit internally. They told you that that really somehow it came up in conversation, and I just started panicking. They told you that that really happens, basically. I was hoping you were going to tell me it doesn't happen. Oh, I've heard stories of it happening. I've heard stories of people like having major surgeries, yeah, and that being a thing. That is terrifying. Yeah, I had I had a a guy yesterday at, at church tell me that he had an endoscopy, and they and the anesthesia wasn't it wasn't dialed in just right. And he was sort of in and out, but he was he was pretty much awake, but una, but unable to communicate or move for the about the last several minutes with them removing the tube and everything he felt over. Mm. That sounds horrific, dude. The first time I've only been under anesthesia like completely out twice. The first time I was just like five years ago, maybe. So I was in my thirties, and like I said, I never had it happen. 
the amount of anxiety beforehand was unreal, dude. I was just scared. I'm not going to wake up from this. And I was sitting there waiting. It was a knee surgery. You know, you get there at 530, but you don't know what time you're going to get rolled back. So I was there for like four and a half, five hours, just freaking out. At one point, Erica looked at me. She's like, you okay? I'm like, no. I don't know if I'm ever going to see you again. You know, I'm freaking out. Yeah. And then right before they rolled me back, they put something in my IV that just made me completely care about everything. I'm like, why didn't y'all give that to me two hours ago? You should have you should have admitted that to me at home. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway. All right. Well, I guess that's it. So dreaming. I don't, I don't remember what I was going to say. My brain's not working today. Mm. I'll tell you one thing that I never do during anesthesia, because every time I've had it so far, it's been a f- no problem type experience, but I do not dream when I'm under anesthesia. Me either. It's like a time lapse. Yeah. I've, I've only had it twice and I nothing. Like you it was, go to, you go go to, to sleep, sleep and it's wake like, up. Yep. yep. It's like you woke up two seconds later. It's hard to wake up too. Yeah, it is. When I've had my throat stretched, highly, highly like forcing me out of that emergency room. Here we go. (laughs) Here we go. All right. Probably going to have some really weird dreams tonight, boys. Dream big. (laughs) Weird.